right. So are uh, Sardano and Cap both in studio, Greg? No. Shidano Just Sardano. Just Okay. Cappy so. is in South South LA today. All right. So there's an extra mic over there so everybody can see. We should mention, by the oh, way. Oh, no, you're leaving anyway. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah. We should mention the uh, Padres and Dodgers are this weekend at uh, Dodger Stadium. Um, and should be good, good pitching matchups uh, throughout. The Padres are an interesting team because they're loaded with offense and yet oh, yeah. bat 203 with runners in scoring position. He's leaving. Which is astounding. Yeah, no, I, I need Turn to Turn Sedano's mic on. I need to talk to Mason. Oh, yeah. What is, what's it, going on? Oh, is Cappy there too? Yeah. No, I don't know. Not yeah, here? Yeah, no, yeah, hey, there's Cappy. Cap. There's Cap. So you guys aren't going to the game today? I'm not. I couldn't get a seat. And Cappy either? No, nope. Cappy either. Well, you got a credential, didn't you? Got a credential, but not a seat. And so you can't really see the game when you're in the suite. And Cappy had a credential too, right? Had. Gave it up. Yeah, I gave mine up too. Y- yeah. Well, the league is pissed. No, no, Why no. No, right. Bergman gave it up. I just got a text from, from what? Who? Paul Benedict. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Yep. Yeah. Why are they mad at you guys? Why are they mad at. Well, this oh, is I know why they're mad. They don't like it when people. Get credentials and then don't show up. So they said, hey, I know you work with them, so why did Steve Mason and Scott Kaplan ask for a credential if they're not going to use it? These are the playoffs, not ideal. And I just wrote back, I'll find out what happened. I have no idea. I don't know. I just went through Bergman on this. Uh, all right, so you may, you guys may, right. you guys may be out for the Western Conference Finals. Right, <laughs> looks that way. Ooh. Definitely wow. looks that way. Definitely well, looking and feeling that way. By the way, don't you? I didn't know how on this me. Worked. You went, you had to ask for a credential and asked out of it. I just asked them to not put. So they, they didn't give me a seat, so I'm like, well, I, there's no point in walking Ooh. around. Just well, there's around. the fifth floor press box. I'm sure there's Correct. a seat up there. There is a seat on the fifth <laughs> yeah. floor press box that nobody goes to. Right, but John's right. They, they don't love that. So, um, well, Michael they knows, get all, Pepe yeah, knows. They're a little. Especially this time of year. Yeah. Oh, sure. No, these games are huge. Because well, who who uh, who sent that email, George? The, the, Paul some, Benedict. This Paul guy at the ben, league. The, the guy, Paul, Paul Benedict. Benedict. Okay, Paul He's Benedict. like the guy in charge of everything. You, you got his uh, you got his cell phone number? Yeah. Let me get that. <laughs> yeah. Why would I give that to you? He doesn't so even know who I, you are. So, what, no, what, no, well, hold on a second. He does. No, no. He, no, he, he does knows know because he names. found out from no. the team that you no, guys no. aren't he going. Knows. You turned it in. That's right. He so just literally asked. I'm only texting you because I know you work with them. That's right. right. So, so, let, so I'll deal. I'm a big oh, boy. I, I, yeah, I'm I happy think, to deal I with think it. that's a horrible idea to give his cell phone. No, are you crazy? Never. This dude's like a senior vice president. Take a small problem and turn it into a giant one. This guy's like a senior vice president. I'm not giving you the first line. Cap would text him. Don't you know who, who I, I am? am? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, but I, honestly, Bergman, this was hey, King. This is kind of on yeah. you. How, are you How is it on Bergman? Because he's the management person. I, I, I <laughs> got you a credential. He's the one that's interfacing no, Mace, I got you a credential. And then, you canceled it. And I said I need to cancel it. And now Paul Benedict is saying that you're you're not right, going. But the that point is, no, he hasn't said they're not going to the Western Conference Finals. But I can see John's point where they'd be like, we're not credentialing them. Yeah, anymore. Right. But, that's not but, on me. It, but it comes down to whether or not there's a seat available. Well, that's, on, that's your thing. That's not the that, league's that is, thing. But that that's is not the Lakers thing. No, that's that's your the thing. thing. But I. But that's what's you. the point of being there if I don't have a seat? But to George's point, there's a seat up there. Right. There are seats if you want. Yeah, it. it's you just don't like the seat they gave. Well, right. I mean, then I'm just not gonna go to the Western. Yo, let me get Paul Benedict's Ooh. cell phone number. Let yeah. me get Paul Benedict's number. No, you're number. not gonna you're not gonna talk, talk to, to Paul nah, Benedict. Let me talk to Paul Benedict. That, that's yeah. a horrible idea. Yeah, that's no, that's a terrible just, idea. Just Google him, Cappy. Just Google him. I need to talk to Paul Benedict. Well, it sounds like sounds like I'm out. Mace games three and four for Boston, you wouldn't want to go to that. Sounds like I'm not allowed. Well, no, what you do is get a ticket and go to right. hang in the suite. Yeah, just get a ticket. Oh, get a suite pass. Ask them. Yeah, yeah. it's just not the same in a suite. 
What are you talking about? That's where it's at. I know that's. I know for you, that's where it's at. It's a schmooze fest and all that. Mason, but I kind of want to watch the game. Mason, ooh. So you say Cappy doesn't watch the game? No, Cappy watches the game, but it's different watching the game from the suite as opposed to watching next to Sliwa. But I will say, I do have a little bit of guilt when I'm in the suite. Yeah. And I take one of the better seats at the front. Oh, sure. And I'm and I'm truly zoned in on the actual game. Because those are for and, teammates and partners. Right. And there are our partners in there, and they're like, well, he really needs to see the game so he can talk about it, so I'll just give up my seat up there for him. And I'm like, gosh, these seats really do belong to our partners. They're nice you know? and maybe, comfy up there, maybe, too. Though. I know. Maybe yeah. I should get yeah. out of these seats, you know. But I don't know. I got all these tacos with me, you know, and I don't really want to get up. And I'm really enjoying these seats. Hey, yo, let me get Paul Benedict's number, yo. No. Let me get that. Let no. Me get Paul that's Benedict. not happening. What is wrong with you? That's, no way. That's not happening. Pepper, you got any room next to you? Mace could use a seat next to you? No, I don't. All right, that's it for uh, that's, By the no, way, no, Mason, I, I'm completely pulling your leg. That, Are you? That text, <laughs> that text was from my ES. So that that text. That text was from my ESPN phone that I sent to myself, and I just changed the name to Paul Benedict NBA. <laughs> who, by the way, is a real person, and he really is in charge of all this stuff. Cap was legitimately <laughs> meant to. I totally believe that. Yeah, so did I. It that was excellent. I text Bergman, John, oh, and Michael, and told them that, was that I was very gonna, well played. It was oh, a joke. They oh, yeah. knew. The three of them knew. Yeah, yeah we knew. That was, in the meantime, that was full George, anger. Yeah. I will tell you right now. Yeah. yeah. I have just connected with Paul Benedict on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I did. You know, you know he did. <laughs> you know he's probably doing it right Paul now. Benedict and I are now connected on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, I'm out of here for the weekend. Go Lakers. It is super crosstalk time. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com (laughs) (laughs) cappy you were you were ready to go to battle weren't you you know what's so funny i never believed it all right you were so freaked out sedano has gotten me so many times on things just like this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I could sniff this from a hundred miles away, which is why you got aggressive. You went on offense. Yeah, I want I want Paul Benedict's cell phone number. One of my I friends deal with Paul Benedict myself. You know, it's funny. I told John and Michael I was actually going to call Paul Benedict, but he's at the he's at Madison Square Garden, so he wasn't going to pick up the phone or, because he probably wasn't going to hear me. But I was going to actually have him text me from his own number. <laughs> so you never know what people funny, are going to react to on the show. One of my neighbors just texted me, big Laker fan. He's yeah. nervous about the game tonight. So we're, we've been texting back and forth about the game. And he just randomly texts me, how could you not know when Julius Caesar died? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Why? When did he die? Well, no, Pepe had that in the uh, game of games. Yeah, and but I actually missed that question. When did Julius Caesar? It was how, how old that? he was when he yeah. died. 38, 51, or 53. And he was young, wasn't he? He was like 38? That's what I said. We were yeah, both 50, wrong. 51, 51, 51 right? 50, 55. 55. 55. Okay. Really? And they yeah. shot it. They shot him. Michael was they there. shot him. Yeah. Michael was there. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> all right, now, hey, Michael. So, yeah. uh, I, by the way, are we all allowed to tap into that whole uh, Hotel Hey King thing that you got going on? Yeah, oh, yeah. You guys are affiliated with uh, ESPN and the Lakers. That's all I got to let them know is uh, Laker personnel, ESPN personnel is coming down and they will roll and up the, the red carpet. And, and you'll oh, be right. running the fire festival, Cap, just yeah. like you'll be right like Billy McFarland. You'll be in charge of the whole oh, island. Yeah, they will nice. give you free coconuts. That's right, that too. We'll uh, in it. So, wait, Sedona, I was texting with Sedona last night. He was working sidelines in Phoenix. Uh, by the way, shout out to my guy, Al McCoy, who Michael oh, and I love. So, we, you'd love this. We took a picture with him and Hubie Brown. Oh, that's wow. awesome. And we put it on They're the broadcast. They're both 90, right? Yeah, well, Hubie's 89. He's about to turn 90. Yeah. We put it on the broadcast because we wanted them to take a photo together because, you know, it's Al's last game. Right. So, potentially. So Al, Al's, it uh, it, no, I, I, I tweeted this last night. Al's the most respected broadcaster in the league, and there are a lot of great announcers in the league. his choice to leave? Yeah, he's 90. Okay. Dude, he wanted so, to leave last year, I heard. And um, this year, he's only been doing home games. Yeah. And so he was doing the game last night, and the Suns were eliminated. He's ninety. Yeah, he's ninety. Wow. And, and now, remarkable. He, now remarkable. he's uh, he's retiring. But I, I hope he still comes to the game. One of the funniest things I've ever he is. seen he is. was we got Pepe. Remember we used to all go to the broadcast meetings oh, way back in the day. So when you go to these broadcast meetings, they say, okay, all the radio guys go to that corner of the room and that table. And all the TV side nine people go there, which was basically Trudell and Charlie's Angels. Right. It was Trudell with yeah, like yeah. seven really attractive yeah. women. Yeah. And then if you're a TV play-by-play guy, you go over there. So, Pepe, I can't remember if you were with me, but that we all the radio guys are over there. And this guy, young guy, was like his first day on the job. This is Johnny. goes, um, hi, guys. Uh, uh, my, my, my name's Jim. Uh, Mr. Corelli, Tom Corelli, who's the head of broadcasting for the NBA, sent me over. And he's got a yellow legal pad. Right. He goes, sent me over to... Write any concerns that you have um, about how things are going with the league. And, and if you have any concerns, um, I'll write them down and, and take them to Mr. Corelli. And Al, without missing a beat, goes, young man. It's a good voice. Good I guy. want you to ask your boss why he's out to screw every radio guy in the league <laughs> by putting us on the roof at these arenas. It's ridiculous. And the kid turns white. Yeah. Like he didn't know what to do or say. And he started to write the question down. He didn't know. And Al looks at me and goes, son, I'm pulling your leg. You better get used to it. <laughs> I remember that. And he was such a funny guy. Well, I shouldn't talk about him. Like, no, he's, he's still passed around. away. But he's still I, alive. It's funny. But I'm going to miss seeing him so at the So I was there, obviously, this morning driving to the airport. And they were they were talking about him all all morning yeah. long on their flagship station. It was It was great. We got a chance to sit down. He came to our green room. We talked to him for like 20 minutes. I heard him most recently because, you know, you know this because uh, it happens with you guys, too. On the NBA channel on Sirius, they play the home broadcast. Right. Mm-hmm, right. And so I've been listening. I've heard him a bunch this postseason, and I hadn't heard him in a while. He sounds fantastic right. still. Well, it's Chick, really, it's yeah, amazing. Chick at the end still sounded great. Chick worked till he was 85. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these the, you'll just never be able to replace these legendary old announcers. Yeah. There's 51 years yeah. in Phoenix. Yeah. Incre- 51. In- incredible. 
And John, how old are you? He plays the piano. Um, I'm 59, uh, Cappy. 59. So do you think that in 25 years you're still going to be calling Laker games? Why not if you're healthy? Uh, I, I hope so. But, boy, it's it's not always up to the announcer. Yeah. You no, know, but they, I mean, just think about that. Like You talk about Chick Hearn. You think about Vin Scully. This gentleman you're talking about in Arizona, and so many of the old-time baseball guys that are now kind of either you know retiring or being phased out. But man, to 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 work till you're 90, yeah. or in Hubie's well, case, George, 89. Yeah. The thing about Hubie too is, George, you were you were in the game with him last night. Hubie is still, and, and this isn't just me doing lip service. He's still really good. Stuff listening to Hubie every time, every single game he works, and and it it's. It's great. I love. I just love the way Hubie talks. Now, if you're the Suns, what you want is you got to go down and post up Aiton <laughs> yeah. very low on the block, not high on the block. Yeah. Now, if you're Denver, yeah. you let him go down there, yeah. but then you double him on a catch <laughs> yeah. right away. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. It, and the guy's freaking 89. He's, a, he's so, excellent. So it's funny. I this is the fir- I haven't I hadn't worked with him since last year, and he was like, "Where you been?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm working a lot of West games." I'm like, "You're only doing a lot of games." Oh, in the East. I know what I wanted to ask you because yeah. I was drifting in and out once your game turned into a blowout. Yeah. Um. This is a little inside basketball, but it, in the world that George and I live in, it it matters. Um. The rule is that oh. in a national game, you have to. You get the home coach at the end of the third quarter. The visiting coach at the end of the first quarter, home coach at the yeah. end of the third quarter. But if their team is down by more than 15 or 20, 20. points, they have the option of just saying, I'm going to sit this one out. We're not well, playing it's good. no longer an option. It's basically you it's, don't it's do it. It's black and white. You don't so do did it. you do money? We did not. Because yeah. it was 26, I, I, I think, at the time. Right. Because yeah. that would have been incredibly awkward. I mean, what are you going to say? You're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. You it, know? It, it, at best, you're asking one. I, listen, I've been in that scenario where it's like 18 or 19. And what I end up doing, it's so funny. I did this a couple years ago. So two, right up to the line, yeah. but not over it. So yeah. a couple years ago, this happened to me in Milwaukee against the Knicks where Tom Thibodeau's the visiting coach. And he is a crank. Tibbs he, is a whoa. crank. He's down 19. <laughs> yeah. And I I go over there, and there was a scoreboard malfunction. There was a It said 21 at first, and then they, they changed it back to 19 because I guess it, the, the, it, uh, the shot clock had expired or something, but it happened during the timeout. So I looked at the Knicks PR guy, and I'm like, I, I said no, right? And he's like, yeah, no. So, and then all of a sudden, the producer's screaming at me, it's 19 now, it's 19, go get Tibbs. And I'm like, are you serious? Right. You want me to go over there now? Like, it's already been a minute. Dude, and and the, the book on Tom Thibodeau is he's so emotionally invested in these games that he, he his mood is completely determinant on how his team is performing. So I went over there to the Knicks PR guy, and I pointed at the score, and he looks at me, and I said... Like, really? And I said, one question. <laughs> What'd and, you ask him? And I, and I looked at Tibbs, and I said, one, and he came over... And he nodded his head, and I, I just asked him. I said, "Obviously, not the start you wanted. How would you know? How do you try to get back into this thing? You know, over the next couple quarters." One, and then I, I thanked him, and then Mike Breen goes, "A veteran reporter on the <laughs> sideline knew to ask only one question there." <laughs> but yeah, it's it's tough. It, it's not easy. But Hubie, the thing with Hubie that's fantastic is when you go to these coaches' meetings that we have before the game with no cameras. Yeah, they all respect them. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, how many guys just, like, and the type, just the conversations that they have that we, look, we get them, sure, we get them with other guys, but it's not to the depth that you have with Hubie, where he, they're legitimately, I've seen, I won't name who, because this person's no longer a head coach, like, they asked him about plays. Right. Like, do you, do you think I should run this? 
And he's like, you, I can't do that. We're doing a game. Like, I yeah. can't tell you what to run. And this guy insisted again. He's like, look, I, I told you, I, I just can't do that. Like, that's not what I'm here yeah, for. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you off the air who it was, though. Yeah. The um, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even know who it is. I thought it was Frank Vogel you were talking about. No, like, absolutely. Oh, by the way, what, do you, are you guys, Michael, are you surprised Frank Vogel is not in the Maybe he is in the running. It's just not publicized. But uh, there's three open jobs now. I would hire Frank in a heartbeat. I would like to see fresh faces like J.J. Redick and fresh new faces. So you're jobs. you're okay with players who have never coached getting a shot? Oh, yeah. I mean, Pat Riley did it. How do you, how do you end up? Right. Well, you know, back to your point, George, about um, – and, Cap, you you do this for football because you do side things for football sometimes. If you have a name on your broadcast team, like in your case last night, Hubie, you'll get way more out of people oh, yeah. um, when you have those pregame meetings. If it was like – me, you, and uh, Bergman, oh, George. We're not getting the they're same. Giving, they're giving us stock answers. Yeah. But if you walk in, like when Pat Riley comes on the radio, if Michael's here, he's way better than if it's just two you yeah. know, yahoos like me right. talking about it. Because he re- Riley respects people who have been in the trenches right. with him. So that that's another great thing about having Hubie there. I want, it's, he, no interest in retiring? Not yet. He's 89. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. How many games a year does he do? He's pared it down to somewhere between like 10 and 15. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's not, you know, he's not doing a full schedule anymore. And this is the first time he came west. Everything has been east. You know, How does he travel? travel? I mean, does he literally His travel? His daughter by travels himself? with him. Okay. Do they fly in private? Yeah. They must fly in no, private. No, he no. Fl- I mean, he flies oh, first, but the do- they fly the daughter with him. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad he's not retiring because I learn from him all the time. What about know? from me? No, I don't. never listen to you. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah. No, because I'm doing the same thing That's that you're true, doing. Yeah. I mean, all right. What do you want me to do? Something just happened that makes me feel better about tonight's game. Tell By us. the way, Mason just texted me. What do you say? He said that was hilarious. You totally had me going. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah but of course God, he'll. What a he'll, sucker, he'll, he'll, Yeah, he'll. come on, Mason. Honestly, Bergman is kind of on yeah. you. He went right to me. It was my fault immediately. You haven't figured out that you blame for everything. Um, here's here's the good thing that I think that I feel better about tonight's game. Stephen A. Just picked the Warriors, oh. and he's been picking them all the time. He's, yeah. He picked them in in. I think he's picked the Warriors in all. What you, you think of that uh, concussion? Uh, Mockering the yeah, I, I don't care. You like, care? I, I, in this, I don't think I, I don't they care, in care this sense George. Because like I don't. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But I, I don't care in this sense. I, I like I'm only worried about what I think about the situation. I'm not here. I don't care what. But you shouldn't be making fun of a guy. Who's no, injured. sure, of course. Just decorum says you right. shouldn't. But do my, that. Well, George is right. You shouldn't do it. But Michael, I was telling somebody yesterday, and Mason didn't believe me. But I was saying that players like AD. I don't. I think they look at it all as noise. Yeah. No, 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 no. They they pay attention with the criticisms. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. You think you yep. did when people criticize you? Out, you used to pay attention how, to it. I mean, look at my own son Clay. Look how he was hurt when Barkley says he's not the same player anymore. That that cut him deep. Right. So these guys care. Okay. I think and, and oh yeah. I really and, and I think it's ahead. really bad that they're doing it. Go ahead, Cap. Bad. Yeah, but come on. I mean, like they're players, former players. They have opinions. They think they're tough guys. Yeah, they think their generation is tougher than this generation. Yeah, but you shouldn't question a guy's injury, though. If, you can't, if he's hurt, he says he's hurt. You know. I, I, mean, I know, but I mean, but that's them. They did it. They, they they said what they said. They they held their positions. They were laughing. They were. I mean, they clearly think not only like they they just don't think he's got a big heart. Like it's it's as if they were saying, I wouldn't have missed that time. I wouldn't have been taken off on a wheelchair. Yeah, but a head injury—you can't. You got to be cautious with a head injury. Well, to to 
not to defend them, but maybe to explain the behavior in your day. Nobody was if you're yeah. hitting the head, you right. weren't taken off <laughs> no, the floor. Yeah, we didn't know that. Let alone guys. taken off, <laughs> right. you know, for precaution in a wheelchair. Yeah. You know I was. What I, mean? I, so. I ran into somebody at a golf course, and they told me that if you get hit in the temple. Like in the exact mm-hmm. right spot, yeah. it can disorient you. You oh, buy yeah. that, Michael? Oh, yeah, definitely. The boxers happens yeah, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so you that may you, have been more you, of what happened to AED. You can die. Yes. You can, you die can really that. die. They yeah, you get hit in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. Or the wrong it's spot. Very dangerous. Yeah. Um, all right. So you guys are going till when? 5 30? Yeah. Okay. So the you big guys, uh, pre with sleep. Okay. So you guys got a lot to get to. Sedano Spock and, and Jack. That's right. Are joining us. Pepe, good job on the game, by the way. Nice job, Pepe. Won, Pepe. All right, uh, uh, Pepe and Michael and I are heading across the street. Are you doing more, uh, you know, the your own version of the Pepe salute again today? No, no? but I have promised George yes. that if the Lakers win, yeah, I will this. be so happy that I will work a Yo Mama joke oh, into the post game for Mother's nice. Day. That's yes, nice. in honor of Mother's Day. So hey, let's Johnny see I, if I can do it. Yes, Cap. when you get over there, yeah. if you see anything that we need to know between now and five thirty. Please call us because, like, we're on well, the edge John of our seats. John texted me the other day uh, what, that somebody was in or out or yeah. whatever. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go check with Paul Benedict and I'll get back <laughs> yes. to you. Yes, tell Paul Benedict I just tried Sedano to connect with him on LinkedIn. Now, now he's really going to text me and go, why is this Scott Kaplan guy following why me is on he, LinkedIn? Why is he catching LinkedIn. me on LinkedIn? All right, LinkedIn. All right, Sedano and Cap next to ESPN LA. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing, ba-dum, bum, ba-da, ba, Paul Benedict. He and I are friends now on LinkedIn. Yeah, come on, Paul. Now he's going to text me and be like, who's this Kaplan guy? What's up, PB? Yeah. Isn't that the guy that works with you? Is that that guy that every time you guys start the show, he sings that Eminence Front song from The Who, and he makes up all those bass sounds? Is that that guy? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I uh, I actually was going to have him call in, but then I realized he was at the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, he's actually working. But had he not been working today, I, he would have totally probably um, – well, I don't know about totally probably. That probably doesn't make sense. He might have he tried to pull off the joke with me. Had Paul Benedict been part of the joke, you would have had me. Now, you had Mason hook, line, and sinker, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. But you see, George, you've already gotten me on things like that. You see? So there was a time a couple months ago, I walk around the radio station, and Adam Bronstein comes up to me, and he goes, hey, man, what the hell? And I go, what the hell what? What are you talking about? He goes, you know what I'm talking about. I go, no, I don't know what you're talking about. What's going on? And he said, you know what you do to J.B. Long on the air. And I go, what do I do to J.B. Long? You know what you do. You know what you do. You do know. know what you do. You do know. Right now, I come in to the on-air studio, and you start giving it to me. Oh, he's pissed. JB Long is so pissed at you, you know. Only to find out that you had already set up Brawny to beat me up over it, to already make me upset, to get me out of my game. Head yeah. games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Draymond is playing, yeah. You know, head yeah. games. Yeah. AD's so hurt. Oh man, I feel so bad for him. While everybody else is laughing, not Draymond. He playing head games. Yeah. 
You've gotten me with these jokes already, yeah. George. By the way, I meant to say, not the Garden. They're playing in Miami today, but he's at the game. He's okay. that, he's working that game, so that's why. But I would have, I would have been, uh, it would have been hilarious. I oh. wish I could have gotten him to call in. Well, you had Mason going though, huh? Oh, he definitely. I mean, he texted me that he got, I got him. Wow. His face was priceless. Bergman played it off well, too. Lindsay, you were there to see Bergman, and Briones was there, too. Honestly, B- Bergman is kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. on you. <laughs> I think at first Greg was like, thought he was in on it, too. Yeah. His yeah. face was shaking. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, he oh, did. Man, he his face mad, changed. You're, you're sitting right next yeah. to him, so but you see it. This way. Yeah. His face was shaking. <laughs> he was nervous. His voice almost cracked. I know you're listening, Mace. Come at me. Well, and John played it really well, too, when he's like, oh, man, this may cost you the Western Conference Finals. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Bergy, though, getting immediately frustrated and angry and, yeah. and very aggressive, uh, really showed his acting chops. Yeah. You know, I think it's why he gets recruited on all these reality TV shows. Right. Everybody wants him. Yeah. Because he's a good actor, this Bergman. He is. He's a good actor, this Bergman. He really is. Uh, you had me, though. You had me the day of the J.B. Long thing. Yeah, no, we totally got you on that And one. once you got me that day. Now you're hip to the game? Man, We're I We're going to have to do something a little different to right. get you next time. You're going to you have to shift your uh, your game a little okay. bit here. Oh. Study film and make adjustments. Oh, there, there's no question that's the case. Um, could the Lakers, could that be the case with the Lakers? Do you think they'll be able to make the adjustments? Or will it not matter because it's home, role players will play better, Andrew Wiggins is dinged up in this one? Like, will it matter? Well, to me, the Wiggins story is one of the biggest stories because he seems to have, George, remember that night you and I were sitting watching that that first opening game? I want to say it was the Chargers and the Chiefs last year, Mm -hmm. and Justin Herbert got hurt, right? Yeah. And and that's sort of the same thing that Wiggins has going on. Correct, yeah. And remember what happened the next week? Justin Herbert decided to play, and Jacksonville came to L.A. and beat up on the Chargers. So I don't think Andrew Wiggins, no matter how much pain medication they give him tonight, I don't think he's going to be an impact player at all. Well, that's big then. If he can't be an impact player, then the Lakers should win this one fairly easily, I believe. Unless True. unless we have Game 6 Clay show up. Okay. See, now that's – look, if you take the, the 25 points that Wiggins gave you in the last game and he doesn't give that to you, but all of a sudden Clay shows up for 27 – that could be a big difference in this game, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Clay has had a rough series outside of one game. Clay is pressing, it feels like, and this may, you know, this is this is for all the marbles, you know, obviously. And some people believe that their the whole blueprint for them is on the line. I don't believe that. I think Steph, Clay, and Draymond will be there. I think the rest of those, uh, anyone who's not those three guys, could potentially not be there. But uh, this is huge, and for the Lakers. Can Anthony Davis give you another game, right? Because the question, obviously, the entire question throughout this series has been his consistency or lack thereof at times. Although I feel like he's answered some of those questions too, to be frank with you. So I, I mean, we've we've kind of, I think we've moved past that. Have we moved past the consistency issues with him? I don't think so. Why not? Be- just because he scored twenty plus in two straight games, I, I think that when you don't finish the game. And there's question marks about. Yeah. It's by the way, it's tonight. three straight games now. Is it really? It's so it was. Uh, I mean, okay. even in the loss, he had 23 before he went okay. out. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But look, here here's my big concern for AD tonight, George. Um, you know, I get to cover NFL football games, and I see how the NFL tackles, no pun intended, the concussion issue. Right. I don't have your perspective when you're down on the floor, so maybe you can fill us in. But I don't really know what the NBA's concussion stuff is. 
Well, I'm never the, around the, it. The protocol is this: if obviously it's based on similar to the NFL, based on like you know the way the guy reacts, the way the guy it reacts in real time to the training staff, right? I think that they they check him out briefly on you know on the floor or at the at the bench area. Some are more obvious than others, as you know. There's a wobble or something like that. I think that that changes the dynamics some, but I think that. Clearly, they were concerned enough where they were like, "Hey, let's get you. Let's let's walk towards the locker room. Let's get you off your feet, and then kind of start running the diagnostics." And it turned out that he didn't have a concussion, and he wasn't put in concussion protocol. The concussion protocol in the NBA is basically, I think, you start you off with like a cognitive test, and if you pass that, you go to like the stationary bike, and then after that, you do like one-on-one things, uh, and then after that, you can go to like uh, you know multiple players, you know team drills. But anytime, if you fail at one of those things, then you have to start completely over again. So that's why not having him in concussion protocol is a big thing for the Lakers. Right. So here's my big concern, okay? And look, natural-born skeptic, so hear me out. Yeah. In the NFL, there's so much publicity in concussions that when a guy gets one, you think that they jump to attention. Like when, remember when Tua was kind of like wobbling and he was walking down the field for the Dolphins, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, he's got a concussion!" Obviously, and there are people like, "No, he doesn't. He's fine. No, he's he's fine." More often than not in the NFL, like people go into concussion protocol very quickly. Yes, you know. Now you tell me, how frequent is a concussion in the NBA? Is it once a game? No. Is it once every 20 games? No. I mean, do you rarely I, I, hear about I, I, it? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's pretty it, rare, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't think it happens with a lot of regularity, yes. Okay, with that being said, okay, I would guess, this is just a guess here, that it's different in the NFL. They're very paranoid about it. My God, well, it's Will also Smith much made a movie violent, about it. Much more violent sport, right? No yeah. question about it. Yeah. And in the NBA... The NBA doesn't have a concussion issue. They don't have a, a movie about a concussion cover-up, right? So getting a player into concussion protocol, I have zero experience around it, so I'm not here to judge it. I'm here to say that what I'm worried about with AD tonight is he didn't go into concussion protocol. That's good because that makes him available. But he also didn't go into concussion protocol, so we don't know if he does or he doesn't have a concussion. Let's assume he doesn't. How will he be tonight? Is he feeling great? Darvin Ham said earlier in the day, we spoke to him. He says he feels great. Wonderful. Anthony Davis should come out tonight, George, breathing freaking fire, ready to stick it to everybody who laughed in his face. And I hope that's the guy we see tonight. Well, I mean, if he's breathing fire, I feel like the problem is the court will burn up and then we'll have to have a stoppage and we'll yeah. be able to play the game. No, I forgot about all that. That's yeah. true. That yeah. is very, very so true. I don't How think about... we should allow him no, to breathe I mean, fire. I mean, I'm just saying the guy should come out tonight. Yeah. And he should prove to Charles Barkley, yeah. to Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. to Stephen A. Smith, yeah. and to everybody around the country mm-hmm. who pretty much questioned his toughness, mm-hmm. God, I would love to see this kid come out tonight and stick it to all of them. Mm. How about you? Sure. I mean, I'd also like to sleep in my own bed during the Western Conference Finals. We know this. This we know. That is my mo- my biggest motivation, that I, I can just go. I've already booked my flight to Denver. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to come back home every couple of days. Well, you just said something very important. Yeah. Denver. Denver has moved on. And by the way, just a little side note. Yeah. I'm not a KD fan. I love seeing KD get knocked out. I love that when as soon as he was traded from Brooklyn, everybody's like, oh, that's it. Phoenix, Western Conference, they're in. No, not necessarily. And I love that KD, since he joined Steph's team, I know, oh, he was the best player on those teams. He hasn't done anything when unless he was on Steph's team. 
I love that. I don't know how you feel about it, because last night I was watching your game broadcast, you know, George, but at a 30-point lead in the end of the first half. KD had a rough game. It's crazy because I I led with the stat of he's one of the best players ever in NBA history in elimination games, and he was 1 for 10 to start the game. Amazing. Truly amazing. You must have jinxed him. Uh, Clearly it was me. I also gave Devin Booker a fist bump in layup line Uh because I saw him, and and he and I have had a lot of interactions over the year. Mm -hmm. Um and he's always really nice. And he gave you a fist bump. What yeah, a it was guy. just like, hey, book what, what up? Guy. And it what was like, guy. hey, what up? Are you, you good? And I'm like, I'm good. You? Yeah, I'm good. And then okay. he kept it moving. Okay. And, uh, you know. You didn't say now, anything to him like, what's crack a lacking? No, I, I'm not you. Um, I mean, that's a funny thing to say. No, no, it's really not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. You didn't hit him with a what's good or anything like that? I Well, he hit me. Are you good? And I'm like, yeah. I'm good. You good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. You don't say anything like, yo, how's the family? Um... No, no. Okay, he's a single like guy, so I mean. Well, he's got a family, though. I, I mean, mean, mom and dad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Did you ask him if the sun's hotter in Puerto Rico than Phoenix? I did. Definitely <laughs> did not do that. I definitely did not. In Espanol, por favor. See, I definitely did not do that. Very good, I, Lindsay Baseball. I, he's one of my favorite players in the league because he's just about hoop. But here's the point. I mean, think about it. He's one of the few. Car- he's one of the few dudes that dated the Kardashians that didn't do the whole. He got out. Like show thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He got out before he got in. Yeah. But here's the thing. You mentioned Denver. So the Nuggets have advanced. They are moving on. They're chilling. They will be home. I mean, did you hear what Jokic told me yesterday? Tell me. I mean, I asked him at the end. I said, what are you going to do while you're waiting for your opponent? He's like, well, I got a friend who's got some uh, horses in Italy. I'm going to watch them run, you know. Uh, like, I- I'm assuming he meant, like, online or something. Oh. And then, uh, you know, he's like, I'm going to be with the family and jump in the pool. Would have been really funny if he would have said, well, me and the Phoenix Suns owner... We're going to be doing a little working out here in the next couple of days, you know? The Phoenix Suns owner, he was... Um, he Matt looked, Ishbia. He looked like um, like someone stole his puppy yesterday, man. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Well, look, here's the thing. Denver's chilling. Yeah. Denver's resting. Yeah, they're ready. If, if the Lakers... And, and, and here's the other thing. Go ahead. Denver's good. I've been telling you that all year. You have. I will grant you that they're you have good. been saying all year that they're good they're and good. people disrespect them. But here's the thing. Well, they just think it's the you know the same old Denver Nuggets. Same you know? way people looked at the Cincinnati Bengals. You know now that you yeah. don't look at them quite that way anymore, do you? Yeah. And that and listen, that's what Mike Malone said the other night. He's like, dude, we got to win. Yeah. You know, it's great to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. We got to win for yeah. people to respect us. Yeah. So all I want to say though is quickly, this is it. The the Lakers have to win tonight because you can't you no, can't don't, go on you the don't want to give it to chance at a game seven and you'd also don't. And let's say you do find a way to win game seven, you're right. literally going to have a day's rest. Right. That's mm-hmm. my point. Denver's chilling. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. All right, coming up next, Cappy, you know, we started the series with five keys. I want to review the five keys now that we're six, you know, five games into this thing and see where we were on that as opposed, you know, as we look at it now, looking back and where Mm -hmm. the Lakers have, how they've done in these, with these five keys. Yeah, yeah, uh. Intergalactic. Intergalactic planetary. You scurred. Mm. Nice. With coffee and cream. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know all the words. I just knew that line. Um, anywho. George, George, you nervous? No. Why would I be nervous? You want to sleep in your own bed? I do want to sleep in my own bed, but they have two chances to make that happen. Nah. You don't believe they have two chances to make mm-hmm. that happen. You're one of these guys that believes if they lose tonight, they can't win a game seven on the road? I don't. It's not that they can't. 
It's that it's just the likelihood becomes much, 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 much less. You believe mm-hmm. that LeBron, Ramon James, mm-hmm. okay, yep, winner of four titles, mm-hmm. okay, and Anthony Marshawn Davis, mm-hmm. best player on the team, winner of a title himself. Mm-hmm. You believe that those two guys cannot win a game at Golden State? I believe right now, given the circumstances with AD's head, which I'm very, very concerned about, yeah. with LeBron's ankle, which I'm extremely concerned about, with Dennis Schroeder, he's got some kind of an Achilles kind of deal thing happening. Yeah. Um, I'm very concerned about that. I think that you better freaking win tonight or you're in massive trouble on Sunday. And when I say massive trouble, I'm not saying they can't do it. I've already seen them win up there. Well, here, here's the thing. I also, well, if they if they have to play on Sunday, it's going to be at 1230. Um, so well, that's an even quicker turnaround, right, than you're used to. You're not playing a night game at that point. Um, the day games, as crazy as that sounds, does screw with a lot of guys sometimes in the NBA. Um, so I, I guess I'm with you on that. I just, listen, man, I don't know. These guys have all been in these series forever and um, – you know. I'm just saying this. You ready? You you have a 75% chance of winning tonight because you're at home. Yeah. And you have a 25% chance of winning if you're on the road. Where do you get those stats from? Yeah. Wh- I just made them up. I was oh, just I just totally say, made those I, up. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, really yeah. Remember. By the way. To, yeah, trying to make that point, though, is that your chances of winning are significantly greater at home, and and their chances of winning, Golden State, are significantly greater if of winning at home. And you can look back to see what their regular season record was at home and on the road, and you'll see – they were like 75% at home and 25% on the road. But LeBron in a Game 7, you know, he says no two better words in sports than Game 7. By the way, he wh- says that? Yeah. But, um, I, just, Ugh, lame. I, I just tried to go to ESPN.com on the Wi-Fi here, and it says that um, I'm being blocked by my geolocation. That's right. That's Did it right. tell you you're in Sweden? Germany. Oh, okay. Oh, I really? Saying, I got Sweden nice. last time that happened oh, to me. uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, LeBron says there's no better two words in sports than Game 7. He really yeah. says that phrase? Really? Well, I think he's not the only one. Do. A lot of people No, say I mean, that. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's cheesy. Like, every, you know, guy that you're listening to overnight on Sunday is like, hey, this is the best two words in sports. I'm like, It's oh, different bro. when a player says it, though, because, like, they're playing in it. Oh, right. It is? It, you're not, they're not a gas bag like you. Like, like us. Excuse me. I mean, you're a bigger gas bag than me. Mm. Actually, ESPN's matchup predictor has the Lakers with a 62.6% chance to win today. Okay. Oof, you're way off, Cappy. Well, but then you would have to ask yourself this question. What would that same predictor give the Warriors at home on Sunday? Uh, probably a similar number. Probably like in the 60% range. All right, let me rephrase my numbers. You have a 60% chance of winning at home, and you have a 40% chance of winning so on the road. So let me see. I'm, I'll look at it here because it has the matchup. Thank uh, you. It actually has the Warriors only at a 53% chance, 53.1 okay. to win on Sunday. Okay, again, just So to be that's clear, my point is that the Lakers have almost a coin flip chance if they have to get to Sunday. Just want to be clear. Those awesome. were all made-up stats. Thank those you, were made-up. They were on the spot. Those were made-up stats. Okay. Right, but we're telling, giving you the real stats. Yes, and I appreciate that. And what yeah. those stats tell me is this. You have a better chance to win at home you than you do on the road. You have a better chance to win at home. Than you do on the road. Oh, okay. Come on, George, do it like this. Okay, let's do it. Why do you sound like a Muppet when you do that? Because I'm trying to be dramatic. <laughs> All right, let's review the five keys. All right, let's do it. All right, Brionis, I'm sorry. I should have told you this during the break. If you can find the round ball rock, uh, the NBA on NBC music. Oh, we should... man, come on. There you go. Come Thank on, you. man. Who are you talking to? Muchas gracias. Who are you talking to? Okay, okay, okay. You know okay. who he is? Tranquilo. I'm right. him. 
I'm him. That's right, you are. There you are. go. He is him. Yes. Uh, all right, Cappy, key number one back when we started this series was AD needs to dominate on both ends. How do you feel he's fared in that regard? Um, I think that AD has done really, really well. Um, he has dominated on the defensive end, and he has contributed significantly on the offensive end. I wouldn't call it domination. Yeah. But I think pretty good. Okay. So close enough. Yeah, give him a good B plus. Okay, fair enough. Um, next was the Lakers' defense will be tested in ways it wasn't against Memphis. That seemed fairly accurate, right? Like, they they have been tested in different ways. I mean, these games um, are, are certainly much different. They spread you out way more than Memphis did. Seems like it's faster up and down. Um, seems like, you know, they're just bombing away, or at least that's their preference, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely different, no question. The Lakers will, have been up for the task, though. Yeah. I just want to say that. Yeah, D'Lo will have a ton of pressure on him. Uh, he has. He's been up and down, right? That's what we talked about because he's got a contract. They know him. He's 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 been inconsistent. Is that fair to say? It is, but on the other hand, D'Angelo Russell has given you, I mean, at least one game where he's made a monster contribution offensively. Right, but, it, 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 you know, he's getting paid – not well, not for very long by this team, at least in theory. Though he's getting paid to be a thirty million dollar player, to be the third best player on the team, and I don't think he's been that. Um, no, I don't think he's been the third best player on the team because he hasn't been consistent enough. Correct. Now, by the way, I like what you just did. Just by the way, which yeah. is you equated his money to the quality of his play. That's usually what I do. I know, but I only brought that up in the context of he's playing for a contract, like literally. Hasn't gone quite as well as D'Angelo Russell would have liked. There was some. There was a lot of early action. The one game where he scored 21 points in the first half. I mean, that was really impressive. That that game he helped tremendously. That right, team he scored went. the first 11. Right, he was yep. great, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, the next key, LeBron James' demeanor in this series needs to change. Now it really hasn't. Um, and I think for them to close it out, that's going to have to happen. We're gonna. I heard Pepe talk about this with Mason in Ireland and Michael. That he's got to attack the basket, and tonight's the night, bro. Tonight is your night, bro. Love that song. It's from Twins. Let me tell you, I, I got to think that tonight LeBron slept in his own bed. Yeah, uh, got to the arena early. Gosh, I can't wait to sleep on my own bed today. You know his his training staff like making things super comfortable in his arena. He's in already his got a, room. a, a no, didn't he? What was the injury he had in the last game? But dude, he twisted an ankle. Right, that's right. The other foot. Yeah. That, which so, was the original foot. Right. So it's not like, hey, he hurt the other one. The other one's been hurt too. Right. So he hurt the original foot, not the one he saw the LeBron James of foot doctors for. Right. That's now, a different maybe foot. that LeBron James of foot doctors saw both feet. It's possible that he could have flown the LeBron James of foot doctors in on a private jet to come see LeBron James. The two of them sitting there together. Right. Think about that. I, I'm LeBron I mean, and I, you're the I'm LeBron I'm assuming he saw both feet at once and didn't have to fly back and forth to see each individual foot. I don't know, man. There's a big game tonight. I want that doctor to see my foot. Here's the thing. Yeah. If LeBron is going to go LeBron, yeah. if LeBron still has it in him to go LeBron, Tonight's the night, bro. Well, Lindsay, I'm curious to get your feel for this because you've been saying you've been waiting for the LeBron game. I feel like we're all kind of waiting for it. I just don't know if physically, because of his ailments, he's capable of mustering that up uh, at the moment in the way that we remember it. In the way we remember, no. But I think if he's going to... Now, whatever maybe he does, and he shuts us all up right. tonight. You know? but, but whatever he's been like saving up for, which I truly believe he has been, we'll see it tonight, I think. Hmm. Like, he's going to will them into a victory tonight. Okay. That's what a true LeBron believer says. 
Yeah, I mean, she's not the only one. We'll get oh, to no. that. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but then the last key was the Steph Curry conundrum. Now, they haven't really been able to solve that, except I will give them this. He hasn't gone off from three yet uh, in a game, although I don't know how much of – some of that early on was them, but really the last couple games he's missed some, some looks he normally hits. Well, that, and let's also remember that Anthony Davis – has defended against Steph and has completely altered his shots at times. And so great job by AD defensively. And look, Steph did not put up some monster game yet. Yeah, 30 points is great for a regular guy, but Steph Curry puts up 50. He hasn't done anything crazy like that yet. Yeah. All right, Slee on the spot is up next, Cappy. You ready for that? I am very ready. All right. Horizon. I'll be with the eagles flying higher and higher. Oh, I didn't know how you were going to do on that high note. Nice job. Mm. There you go, man. Where the future's lying, St. Elmo's fire. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Nice job. Reminds me of being like eight years old or seven years old or something. Remember this movie, St. Elmo's Fire? Not really. Yeah, I, mean, I just remember the song more yeah, than I remember the movie, to be honest. I remember honest. the song, the title of the song, and the name of the movie. I just don't really remember the yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't remember the movie at all, actually. So, uh, Slee on the Spot is with us now. Alan Sliwa, host up, of our Slee? morning show, 10 to 1. Travis and Slee, uh, host of our pregame show, which will begin in less than 45 minutes. Game 6 of the Western Conference semis between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors at Crypto.com Arena. So, Slee, before we get to that, what is the oldest memory you have of watching a movie? Mm. Mm-hmm. Oldest memory I have watching a movie. Okay. Do you guys remember um, Over the Top? Oh, yeah, with Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) No, no, no. Sylvester Stallone, arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. I don't know why that comes up, but um, I think he took a couple couple L's, and I was devastated. I'm like, no movie should be like this. (laughs) How did this guy lose? Uh, that one, that one kind of comes to mind right out the gate. And then you got like horror movies that scared the living. A poltergeist, when that came out, I'm like, why did anyone let me watch this? How could I possibly watch this? To this day, it still scares me. Yeah. If you have snow on the TV, you think you got problems, right? Yeah, not... those those horror movies at a young age are not did a good I not, idea. Did I get the wrong not movie? I mean, the no, way that's you just, Poltergeist. The way, the way you just paused, it was like as if I, I mentioned the wrong film. Wasn't Poltergeist the one where the little girl's sitting in front of the TV and there's like all the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right, well, thanks. No, you, got, you, got, you, got, you got the movie right. I think I just started getting a little nervous again as if that's I was, what it was. Yeah, seven exactly. years old again. I yeah. gotcha. Right, how about you, George? What's your oldest movie memory? Probably Star Wars, like one of the Star Wars movies, like Return of the Jedi. I was mm-hmm. like six years old, I think, or seven years old. Or no, probably like six. Yeah, five or six when that movie came out. Return of the Jedi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or one See, of the Rocky movies. One yep. of the Rocky movies for sure. See, oh, yeah, that's me, a good one. I know I know that everybody looks at the three of us and they're like, well, Cap's clearly a lot younger, but I'm, I'm believe it or not, I'm a little bit older, uh, a couple of years. Yeah, I don't think anyone's actually seen Everybody that. looks at the three of us and they're like, Cap is so young compared to those two guys. Yeah. <laughs> so for me... Uh, thank God it's Friday. And I'm talking like in the early 70s, you know? I don't even know what that is. Thank God it's Friday. 
Thank God it's Friday. I mean, I know Friday. I, I know the song. Friday. Kind of like Sin Almost Fire, but yeah. I, Donna Summer. You I know, know Friday, like no, with, you know, not, Smoky. You not know that I mean? Friday. Yeah. No, not that Friday. Ice Craig. Cube. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not that Friday. Yeah. Craig. Yep. That Friday. Nope. Uh, all right. <laughs> so so Slee. Cappy doesn't believe now look, obviously we all want the Lakers to win today. I, I want for, for selfish reasons. When I go to the Western Conference Finals, I gotta go to I already booked my flight to Denver. I don't want to have to pack for two weeks, okay? I don't want the Warriors to somehow come back and win this thing where I gotta be away from home for two weeks. I need to at least be able to come back home and sleep in my bed for a few days uh during this next series. So but he doesn't believe he's t- he's like totally afraid if the Lakers lose tonight that they can't win this series. I'm not saying can't win. I'm just saying their likelihood is less. So tonight's the night to do it. And if they don't do it tonight, then yes, I'm extremely nervous. Lee, are you feeling my emotions? So I, I kind of, I, I know this has been part of the conversation. I get it. It's a game six. You're at home. You stole home court advantage. Um, this is kind of what you prepared for. This is what you were hoping for. And you got it in front of you and you got your home crowd. I still think... I get it. The game seven on the road. It's LeBron and Anthony Davis. More, more specifically, it's LeBron. Um, I don't think the series is over. I don't think the Warriors would think the series is over. I don't think the Lakers would think the series was over. Um, but let's just not get to that situation. I think right. that's uh, Cappy. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. It's more just get it don't, done tonight. Don't put yourself in that spot. But it's yep. not just because you have to go back there, and it's not just because they've been so much better at home than they've been on the road. It's because Denver is waiting with their feet kicked up. So if you have to go play this game on Sunday, Denver is going to be very well rested, and the Lakers will not be. And we all know that not only are the Lakers a little bit older, I mean, we talk specifically about LeBron and the miles on AD, but both of those guys are nicked up now. Well, it's uh, it's kind of similar to, remember when the Warriors had a chance in game six to close it out up in the Bay, and they missed that opportunity. Now they have to go game seven against Sacramento. They've been playing. This will be, let's see, this is the sixth game. This is the ninth straight game for the Warriors. They're playing on one day rest in between. So they've been doing that. And I think, Cap, that's what you're referring to. If you could avoid that, obviously, for the Lakers, you, yes, you just want to get to the Western Conference Finals, but you also have something in front of you here where you do get those three additional days off that you can kick back, relax, and get ready for round two. Slee, I think the Wiggins injury is huge. I mean, he has, I mean, last year you can make the case he was their second best player on the way to a title. And I know he's just getting back from injury and trying to get up to speed. But this this rib injury to me is is a monster injury for them. He's the guy guarding LeBron. Um, he's the guy LeBron has to guard. Like, And he's making LeBron work on that end too. I couldn't agree more. I, I To be honest with you, and I don't know how much you guys talked about it today, but I feel like it's not being made as big of a deal as George you're mentioning. I, I, tell me how I know there's paths for them to win a game without Wiggins, but that makes it so much more difficult. Um, Wiggins last game, uh, game five, Wiggins had 25. Steve Kerr wouldn't stop talking about how uh, it's the best game that he's played since he's been back. It's the best game in the playoffs. They're a completely different team when he does play. Uh, when he plays at a high level, even George, even if he goes, but he's not Andrew Wiggins. Remember Wiggins last game was picking up LeBron at, at times, picking him up before half court, yeah. before LeBron even got the ball off half court. I, I think he's critical. There's other critical pieces, but Wiggins is a big one. I, I couldn't agree more. He's not going to have it tonight. 
I mean, it, it's very unlikely that a guy could have the injury that he has uh, and really, really be effective to the, to the tune of 25 points like he had in the last game. And that's just a prediction. It's not like some statement of definition. I'm just saying that it's not likely. But the question for, for the Lakers side, though, is what is Anthony Davis tonight? Is he completely fine, no problem? Or is there any sort of after effect to what we saw in the last game? What do you think, Slee? So he just... Um, wait, 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 wait. Can we, hold get, on, hold on. Yeah. What do you think, Dr. Slee? Yeah, Doc. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thank you for the uh, the title there. Uh, he finished. He was warming up here. He probably finished literally in the last couple of minutes. So he went back to the locker room. It looked like a just normal, normal routine, like he usually does it. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but doesn't it seem like everybody's just been saying, no, he's good. Yep. No problem here. Yeah. We thought it was worse in the beginning, but you know what? Uh, he's having no ill effects, no nothing. That's he was why out I'm here nervous. warming up. D'Lo was on one side. AD was on the other, and they were just going through their regular warmups. And you know, I, what what can I tell when there's nobody there, no defender, no nothing? Um, but it, it it just looked like he was in his regular routine. Everything you just said about you know the immediacy of he's not in concussion protocol, he's fine, he's going to be okay. We spoke to him this morning, he's good. It's all of that just makes me nervous. That's all. I hope for Anthony Davis's sake tonight, he sticks it to everybody who questioned his toughness two nights ago. That's what I'm looking for tonight from him, Slee. So, Cap, and here's the thing. The best way to stick it to everybody, win one game at home and move on to the Western Conference Finals. And if that means, you know, if AD has 35 and 15, great. But even if AD has 25 and 10, just win, move on, and everybody that was remarkably disrespectful a couple days ago, um, they'll probably still continue to be disrespectful, but at least for at least, uh, you know, a few minutes, AD can just enjoy that the Lakers are going to the Western Conference Finals. Wait. Uh, Slee, one more for me before we let you go. Um, when you look at the Lakers, LeBron's a little dinged up. You know, as we mentioned, AD's a little dinged up. Schroeder's even a little dinged up. Are we getting to the point in regards to the battle of attrition where we're going to need to go a little deeper down the bench today? I don't know if they have to go deeper, but can they get Rui? Can can Rui have – doesn't need a 29 like he had against Memphis, but can he get you a 16 to 18? D'Lo, this can't be one of those nights where we're not sure what D'Angelo is going to do. D'Lo, remember game six, the closeout game against Memphis – doesn't need the 30-31 that he had against them, but can he get you close to 20 points? I think the, the, the depth of the Lakers has showed up. They've obviously had some role players that have been able to step up, but can you also get some of these other guys that have showed up periodically so far in the playoffs? Can they be there for them? I'm going to give you in the next segment, George, I'm going to give you a complete out of left field X-Factor player tonight. Okay, great. Sounds good. Um, Slee? Enjoy tonight. We'll be listening in about 34 minutes. Uh, thank you for joining us as always. I'll see you over there, buddy. All right, fellas. Have a good weekend. Better stay tuned, Slee. Wait till I tell you who's going to make an impact yeah, tonight. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's going to be listening with bated breath. Better tune in, Slee. <laughs> All right, Cappy. Uh, we'll get into that. Plus, there's a lot of chatter about who has more pressure um, in tonight's contest. So let's let's get to that. Uh, and apparently, Rob Palinka does ask for your advice, Cappy. I'm going to give it to him coming up. Okay, we'll get to that. But tell him about Yamava first. 
Oh, I would love to, as a matter of fact. Hey, listen, um, this weekend, let me start off by just saying, with all the sports that are going on, for me, I'm just throwing out a very personal plug here for the 909, the greatest sports bar on the planet inside Yamava. Yes? Do you know what? You know what they're going to start serving at the 909? Tell me. Guess. Uh, Sushi? No, man. Uh, Our friends... Oh, tequila mandala? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're going nice. to start serving tequila mandala Way at Yamaha. Hey, yeah. look, when we bring people out there and they're coming out there to hang with us, they expect to see the products that we talk about. And Absolutely. It's going to be there. I just got a text from Kirk, um, one of the owners of tequila mandala this afternoon, that they just got their deal done with Yamava. Okay. Well, you see, that's what we do around here at 710. We put people together for a win-win-win situation. Now, here's how you win. SoCal's number one casino is celebrating the GOAT. Six rings, five MVPs, you remember the flu game, the shrug. There is only one MJ, only one. Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel is giving you the chance to walk on air with the ultimate prize package of up to $500,000 in prizes in this month of May and next month in June. Play for your chance to win a PSA 10 MJ rookie card, iconic sneakers, and free play at Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel. So visit the website yamava.com for more information. Y-A-A-M-A-V-A. Yamava.com for details. You must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. And it's a win, win, win for you at Yamava.